0: Hallelujah, Saints. Bless the name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Singing glory to His name. Glory. We bless the name of Jesus this morning. We thank the Heavenly Father, Almighty Yahweh, for as many wonderful blessings that He has bestowed upon us, especially His people. Um, now we live in knowledge and understanding, and not only the knowledge with understanding, but the know how. To put it all together, um, He's truly merciful. And He is worthy to be praised. That He is, without a shadow of a doubt. And of course, everyone that is born again of His Spirit understands that type of language. They understand the communication of the Spirit, because um, it's only when you spend time with Him that you develop a personal relationship with Him. And and when you get close to Him, um, words like that magnify, and it, and it goes deep down into the soul. They penetrate really do at the hearing of it because it's just like a memory it always takes you back to the time that you spend with him looking for the opportunity to spend more time with him again just like we're going to do this morning because jesus said you learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light didn't he say that and that's why we're here this morning we bless the name of jesus heavenly father we do thank you for this beautiful sabbath day we do ask the blessings of the word upon their hearers, their ears. Give us great understanding of your truth, your word. These sands sink deep down in our heart that we conform more to your image and die to ourselves. We give you the glory for all things and live for you and be the lights that beacon and shine in a dark world. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and get started. I'm not going to be here long because I have some teaching to do this morning okay so I have I've got to teach this morning okay All right, hallelujah I mean preaching is a a dynamic people don't a lot of people don't understand how wore out you get preaching of course my teaching sometimes ends up in preaching Um, I don't know what praise the Lord the one thing the enemy of our soul has always done is always try to keep us from uh, the truth of God's word, <laughs> He knows that it's virtually impossible to enslave a Bible-believing people, because once God's people get a taste of freedom and truth, and understand His word, um, that taste will bring about a desire to be even be more free. To put a light on every dark area that we may be deceived in. Because there's one thing about the truth. You shall know it. And it, the truth, shall set you free. And that freedom is, is, it's freedom to be able to learn how to love your God, to live for him. Because truly, the only time when you're really truly free in his life is when you're able to obey the king. When you're able to keep his commandment. Then you understand. Then you understand. How merciful he is. When you're able to obey him. But that comes at a price. There's a cost for obedience. Hallelujah. God used the prophets. The law. He used the Messiah himself. Jesus. Jesus. And he used the apostles to teach us. And throughout the phases, down through the annuals of time, of God teaching his people, no doubt we can see um, the victories and the faults, the defeats of our people as this history book has spoken to us. And it's for us to learn, From the mistakes of the past so that we don't turn around and rehash the same things. Not only that, we're here for a particular reason. We're here not just to repent of our sins and to be saved, brothers and sisters. There is something else in this process of what we're doing right now. You may not be informed of it. If not, it's a word that's um, hardly ever used in our time today. But yet and still, the, it is so viable, it's so true, and it's so right. You see, God did many miracles, signs, and wonders through the prophets. Uh, he demonstrated his ability and his power through his men of God. then he himself come down and showed um, how that he, in spite of sin, could be merciful to people who needed mercy. Now, make no mistake about it, God is only merciful And he only shows mercy to who he will. That's why it's very vital and important for us to read and understand the word of God. Because Jesus never said anything contrary to the scriptures. And so if there is something, some notion, some doctrine, some theological point of position that may try to change your point of view to what God's word says and try to say that things have turned different from the Old Covenant to the New Covenant, then you have to be careful of the spirit that you're listening from. Because Jesus said emphatically with his own words, that think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I came not to destroy, but to fulfill. Paul told us in the book of Romans that the law is holy and is just and it is good. And so we continually echo the people that have gone before us to pound the law the holy law of god into our minds because remember he told the prophet jeremiah that he was going to write his law in our inward parts is that right and then he confirmed it again in the book of hebrews is that right he confirmed in the book of hebrews the book of romans and all the gospels so we are now in a particular time and, and there's a point there's a place that we're in right now we fit into all of this not for us just to reap the benefits of everybody else who has come along so we can look back on their lives and see everything they've done and then try to just learn from it. But we have a a learning process that we must go on to the completion of it to finish. And you wouldn't believe how many people avoid this process, hate this process. Hallelujah. So we find ourselves positioned in the same position as our brothers and sisters that have gone on before us. And sometimes we end up rehashing and doing the same things over again. But God was showing his law and he was demonstrating his power and ability of how that he would destroy anyone that would spurn, despise, and come against his word, his law, his ways, his statutes. Then he showed mercy. He showed mercy on an unparalleled scale when Jesus came. Because under the law, and the way that the law had judged, if anybody would have done those things, and God would have came and manifest himself the way that he did in Jesus, without that grace, without that mercy, and without that truth, he would have damned everybody. They came along, but he showed mercy on a scale that people still don't understand today. You see, because there's a notion that thinks because God has shown mercy through Jesus Christ, that that gives us the ability to be unmerciful. And he has made up the hedge and paid for everything for us, and we have nothing to do. That's the wrong notion. And so then when the apostles and the prophets, when the apostles came up on the scene and they gave us uh, the letters and confirmed everything that the word has said, they had spent this time teaching us something. and what the book from Romans to revelations teach us is the process of sanctification. because in order to see the king as Lord and God, you must be sanctified wholly. You must be sanctified. you must be set apart for a particular use. Hallelujah. 3 John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul. We know that your soul consists of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Is that right? Yes. Now, just as much as there's a wish for um, God to prosper, there's also a curse if we do not do everything that the book says. Yes, right. Hallelujah. So we find ourselves in a time where some way, somehow, man is disconnected from the spiritual realm. Nothing is spiritual. The only thing that people can spiritualize today is witchcraft, uh, demonic um, movies, uh, playing with Ouija boards. Uh, you know, everything that, that you know they consider to be spiritual, the New Age movement. But the church in itself... Has no power at least they think that. Right. And of course when you look at the expression of the assembly. The people of God. Uh, they're pretty much too, true in application. Okay. Because the majority of people that you believe. That call themselves believers or Christians. Have little or no power at all. That's true. That's true, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now when God gave us the Holy Ghost. He gave us the power and the ability to resist sin. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. And not only to resist sin, but to overcome sin. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, so, the direction I'm going, and by starting off with this verse right here, is, is letting us know clearly, which we already know. Um, because I told us that at the beginning of this year, we, we got a certain way, a direction we're, we're going. Uh, we, we've got to go uh, uh, deeper. Um, I, I wish it wasn't true that when we learn something it's put away and then we end up going back and um, rehashing some of the same things over and over again uh, because we forget how vindictive the flesh is we forget the power that, how much power that the flesh has uh, and so sometime when we receive truth we um, put ourselves into some passive mindset to think that since we know it now we've overcome it and, and we no longer practice being sanctified Amen. hallelujah but the greatest deliverance is truth. Amen. So we live in a time where, you know, there are many spiritual blocks to healing. Yes, Just like every disease has a spiritual root. Yes, is that right? Yes, now, freedom at any, in, in, in any circumstance always comes with conditions. Freedom always comes with conditions. And that first condition is obedience. Because if we were so free, we would not be looking for deliverance. If we were so free, we would not be searching for truth that can set you free. Is that right? So the reason why the church is suffering today or the assembly is suffering today is because of of their refusal to change their mind. Hallelujah. When you refuse to, to be sanctified, when you refuse to be holy, because without sanctification, there is no true holiness. And without true holiness, uh, you can't be sanctified. That's true. Uh, Hebrews 12, 14 says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. So when we look at our lives and we look at the lives of others, how many people are truly following this peace and holiness with all men? Because scripture says if you don't do this, you, you're not going to see the Lord. Is that right? God's way of dealing with us is through the heart. That's the way he's always dealt with his people. He's, he, he deals with us through the heart. That's why he said, I'm going to write my laws in your inward parts. The heart, which you can also connect with the spirit. And um, there's one thing that, that out of the many things that we do, but it is obvious that if your mind is not transformed. Your heart can't be transformed. Amen. Amen. And i making sense. Yes, so if you leave your mind unguarded. Then your heart is not going to be guarded by the word. That's true. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not going to be guarded brothers and sisters. So it is our job to make sure that we are at work immersing ourselves our mind with the word of God because if we don't we have no defense for this world that we're in Amen. we were all born in sin shaping in an iniquity and since we were all born in sin shaping in iniquity do you understand the level of degradation that each one of us and the, the, the given the opportunity that we could all fall to do you understand and realize that there are certain things that we have yet been honest to ourselves about that we have yet tapped into and I've often expressed that those are the things that disturb me more than anything that's the reason why God teaches us in his word that we need to always be watchful because we got an enemy an enemy that is an adversary and he doesn't turn lines loose upon us and chase us down and try to devour us naturally but the Bible says he, has, he is as a roaring lion. And he's always lurking, always walking, seeking whom he may devour. But he mostly trusts in you, giving place to the thoughts that are submitted to the mind to give him legal ground and the ability to be able to overcome you through the deceitful means of the communication of everything that enters into your mind is your own thoughts. You know, there's this notion out there, people say, if I think it, I might as well do it. And of course, when the people are not taught, they have no choice but to be deceived. Believe it or not, there's a notion out there that people actually believe that if they think something wrong, that they're actually sinning. And the Bible, there could be nothing farther from the truth. The Bible does not teach that. You have no control over the thoughts that enter into your mind. But you do have control over the thoughts you give place to. That's why it takes the Holy Spirit. It takes the power of the Holy Ghost because he's the only one that can break the realm of this flesh and give us an awareness to know what's really going on. Because the Bible clearly tells that the weapons of our warfare, they are not cardinal as you suppose. But they're mighty through God. Through the, to the pulling down of strongholds. And there's nothing has got so many people captive as the stronghold of perverted thoughts, satanic thoughts, the evil, wicked way of the flesh that constantly, constantly opposes and fights against the law of God. It wars constantly against the spirit of our mind. Now you're not going to get talked to like this in, in any other place. You're not going to hear it too many times, brothers and sisters. The Holy Ghost ministered to this because He said in His Word, "Blessed are those which hunger and thirst after righteousness; those are the blessed ones, for they shall be filled. Feel what? They're going to be filled with righteousness. They're going to be filled with truth. They're going to be filled with the thing that keeps their garments spotless. They're going to fill with the thing that continually cleanses and keep that robe white. Because there's nothing that's going to deliver us but our righteousness." And our righteousness is not of us, it's of him. Because without him we can do nothing. And for sure nothing is being done without him too. And that is the truth. And that's the truth straight way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's a conflict that is all the time going on around us, in us, about us. But it's our job as children of the king. To know our enemy. What we're up against. To be sober. To always stay vigilant. It is our job. Because we're a very small army. But yet we're so powerful because we have the supreme power. We have the authority of the whole entire universe. On our side. And God promised us that nothing shall by any means hurt you. So I received that promise. I really truly do. So that's the reason why that we hunger and we thirst because we want to be right. We want to please him. And in the end, we want to be in glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So make no mistake about it. We are in the time of sanctification. We must be sanctified. Hallelujah. Everyone is good at expressing their own personal feelings and their own personal thoughts and their own personal opinion about things. But, however, when it's all said and done, my opinion, your, my thought, your thought, uh, my feeling, your opinion, or your feeling is not going to hold any amount of sway at all in the judgment day. The only thing that's going to stand is the Word of God because everything else is coming down but the Word. The word is forever settled in heaven. Heaven and earth shall pass away. And no doubt it is going to pass away. But he said his word is going to last forever. That means from everlasting to everlasting. That this word is going to continue to stand. Hallelujah. That word means that spirit. That life. Hallelujah. is always going to exist. Glory to the king. Amen. Amen. So sanctification unto holiness is the only way that someone is going to see the Lord. No doubt about it. And we're going to turn and we're going to be in our Bibles here. And so I'm going to go ahead and, and let you get there. But I'm going to go over a few scriptures before we get there. You get to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20. We're going to be there in a minute, all right? But today there's a refusal for people to be sanctified holy because they have bought the lie of the enemy. It is our job to know the will of God, to conform to his will, to his nature, to his image. It is our job, brothers and sisters. We can't just passively sit by and say we're saved and then we do nothing from there. Hallelujah. That's why he constantly gives us the parables about the last hour laborers. Are you following me? So we got something to do. So, saints, it is God's will to get involved in your life. It is his will. Do you understand that? But he doesn't push his will on us. It is his will to get involved in your life. After all, Satan's been involved in your life all this time. You didn't know it. You wasn't disturbed. If you were so disturbed, you didn't do nothing about it. So don't act like we're appalled that God is so interested in us. When he clearly said we're the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. But I can tell you one thing. You know just as well as I do that the churches that we've all previously attended have just failed miserably. I mean just, I mean with a capital F, failure. Failure ministry with dealing with things that go on in life. Teaching the people of the things that are going on in this life. Many of us didn't even know we had any. We thought our enemy was our next door neighbor who stole a lawnmower. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thought our enemy was someone who crossed ways with us with an attitude. Amen. Hallelujah. But well, well, how wrong were we, huh? Amen. So I personally come to the conclusion uh, the reason why so many people are having so many problems in this life, in this life is because of the refusal to be sanctified. We're going to hear that word a lot today sanctification. Hallelujah. That means be set apart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe that God can heal. Not only can He heal, but He will heal but i also believe that god cannot heal now i know that may be new to some people's mind but jesus told us clearly that it was the father's will to heal but he didn't he also let us know that there was places that he just could not do no healing is that right so that doesn't mean that god is limited and powerless in his delivery of giving blessings to his people of healing and all that means is that somebody can shut up heaven and keep God from healing. Amen. And that's just the truth. But I do believe that all healing is based on conditions. Yes, sir, somebody has to meet the condition in order for the Holy Spirit to feel welcome. Hallelujah. The Bible says it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So make, make no mistake about it. Every time you get delivered, the Holy Spirit is the one who delivered you from that. Every time you receive a healing, the Holy Spirit is the one who did. Every time God uses you to heal someone in the precious name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is ever present with his people. Hallelujah. And of course, we know around here that we, we, this is the last manifestation of man, that man is going to see in this particular age of God. And that's the Holy Spirit. When Jesus went back to the Father, seated at the right hand of the Father, he sent his Holy Spirit. And his Holy Spirit is still moving because people are still receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. People are still getting saved. People are still getting healed. and People are still getting delivered. Very few people are going on to sanctification. Hallelujah. And that is the truth. Amen. Amen. So, we are here to measure up to his holiness, to his stature. Amen? Now, anybody knows that I've been, yeah, you've been listening to me. I've been preaching for years and years and years. It seems like every single teaching always has something to do with the heart. Yes. Yes. Amen. I mean, people don't have heart trouble because they have a cardiac arrest. You understand what I mean? Well, because they have cholesterol problems. You know what I mean? I mean, people learn how to treat the symptoms of those things, but we try to get to the root of the matter. Hallelujah. If you can receive it, then you'll have a basis to start from. Because the scriptures say the heart is evil yes. above all things. And not only is that heart evil, but it is desperately. Do you understand that? You understand that? That I mean, it works, it's finagled its way around to do evil. The heart is. Hallelujah. So when you can know that that's the basis from where your heart started from. That don't mean you're going to end that way. But if you know that, then your heart can deceive you. Am I making sense? Amen. Hey, we want to submit to God. No doubt about it. Not because we have to, but because we want to. There's a difference. There's a difference. Not because we have to. It's a want to. It's a longing. It really truly is a longing. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody said, I'm not going to let the devil keep wearing me out and deceiving me. I'm going to love God. Hallelujah. Now, if health is a result of good fruit, then no doubt disease is a result of bad fruit. Does that make sense? And you shall know a tree by the fruit that it bears hallelujah that's why it's very important that we bear good fruit Do you understand that yeah. hallelujah um, so I'm not here to just fill up your head with a bunch of wisdom and and woo, knowledge and all this stuff hallelujah, hallelujah. is that making sense yeah. but I want to be very instrumental I want to make sure that I deliver words of power and strength that's going to influence a change in our lives continually And I'm making sense. We're here because we want to be changed. And that transformation is always going to be for the better when we're learning about the king's ways. Because, saints, we're on the king's highway. We're truly on the king's highway. No doubt about it. And there's a highway there, and it is called the highway of holiness. Hallelujah. Wayfaring men can't enter in. Hallelujah. Lord be to the king. But I also realize even this is based on conditions. You understand that, right? God said he said before us two ways. Yes, sir. Right. And he tells us to choose life. Does he not? Yes, sir. Amen. Now let's just be frank for a minute. Just for one second. There are certain areas in your life that you don't want me nor God to trouble you about, to worry you about. And don't worry, I won't do anything about it either. There are certain areas that we actually don't want God to have influence with us. And when you do that, you limit yourself from the blessings of God. See how deceitful the heart is? I just got finished talking to a so-called figurehead yesterday who deemed himself to be uh, very worthy and very high-minded when it comes to the education and knowledge of this world. But yet, when it comes to the knowledge of God, he was a fool. Right. And we had a very difficult time trying to understand each other. So I had to let him know it wasn't me that was having a difficult time understanding. It was him Having a difficult time understanding because I understood where he was coming from. Right. Because I've been where he's been before. Right. So I try to help him out by saying, you know, the scripture says, the Bible says that the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. Amen. Do we understand that? That means that there's something natural even in you. And God is bringing forth and putting forth his truth. And, of course, his truth is trying to convict you that his way is right. Do you understand if there's a natural man, it will resist that will of God. It will resist that truth. The very truth that is there to set you free, the natural man will resist it. And the reason why it resists it, because the Bible tells us that the natural man is not subject to the law of God. And then it gives us this emphatic truth. Neither indeed can he be. So it was virtually an impossibility for this man to understand where I was coming from. Am I making sense? So we hope that you've practiced dying out to self this morning and not brought the natural man with you. Hallelujah. Because we're the only people on the face of planet earth that have the ability to walk in the flesh and in the spirit. And even that is based on conditions. A mindset. A will. Hallelujah. Glory be to the king. Amen. Have you ever seen a person repent but they really didn't mean it but they did repent? You ever seen that before? Again, we know what that is, don't we? We're just, you're just basically dealing with someone who wants relief for that present situation circumstance. They understand that their situation is very hostile and they don't like it. You know, the fruit that's coming from it. So after, you know, being corrected by mind and spirit according to what the word says, and they can hear that, and if it's going to bring some type of alleviation of pain, then hey, let's do that too. But that doesn't really mean that they mean it. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Make sure you don't ever get caught up in that deceitful heart. You see how, that, see how that heart is? It is something, huh? It really truly is something. You know, the enemy, he, he, he always trying to paint God as the enemy to us. He, he is always doing that. Like God is, is, is there to withhold something from us. Every time, every time that God is trying to deliver us from something, the enemy throws up this, this big old sheet of rules and regulations. That God is so called trying to bind us by. But then when you understand the truth of it. You go well God give me them rules and regulations. <laughs> because I've been a fool all this time. Obeying these rules and regulations. <laughs> and all I got is misery, death and hell and pain. So once you get a taste of God's rules and regulations. You find out now wait a minute. Ain't nothing wrong with these rules. Nothing wrong with these regulations either. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because cause you know, the enemy, he definitely don't want you to go over to that because then you're going to find out who you've been serving all this time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But I can't tell you how many times I've seen tears fall from people's faces. And they express remorse for change. But there is no internal change, not on the inside. Amen. You know, just as well as I do, there's no such thing as straddling the fence. Playing both sides of the field. So with that in mind, we're going to take a look at God's attitude towards certain things. Uh, You stick with 1 Corinthians 10 20 because I'm going to read two scriptures here and I'm going right to there, okay? Acts 3.19 says, repent ye therefore, and listen to this, and be converted. Did y'all hear that? Repent ye therefore and be converted. There's a reason. That your sins may be blotted out. And when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Matthew 6.24 says. And no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. And I'm sure that y'all agree with me. I despise Satan. I hate him with every tissue. Every fabric. Every fiber. Every spiritual. Of my being. I know he's for death. And Jesus for life. Amen. And I love life. Amen. Hallelujah. You cannot serve God. In man. First Corinthians 10 20 says. But I say. That the things of the Gentiles. The things which the Gentiles sacrifice. Watch this now. They sacrifice to devils. And not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. So, God doesn't want us to have what? Fellowship with what? Devils. Is that right? You cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devils. You cannot be partaker with the Lord's table and of the table of the devils. We understand this kind of talk, we understand this kind of language. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? And the answer to both of those is an emphatically no. No. Is that right? First Corinthians 12 2. know ye that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols even as ye were led. And of course we all know what many of those idols were. They don't call them idols today. It makes no difference what they don't call them today. The fact of the matter is they're still idols. Statues of Mary is an idol. A cross is an idol. We were carried away with them dumb idols. Putting up a Christmas tree is an idol. Amen. Getting Easter basket, that's an idol. Yes, sir. Make, amen. Praying to dead saints and images to dead saints, that's an idol. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And I know it just it tears down everything that we've uh, so-called believed in, but it's still the truth, brother and sisters. It's just still the truth, amen? All men die. All men die, and all men will, will come to the judgment. Yes, sir, yes, ma'am. And God has prepared a glorious life for those that love him and obey him. Do you understand that? He has prepared a glorious life, not only in the world to come, but even now. A glorious life. See a lot of people don't understand that even though we're in the world. We're not of the world. They can't understand that the kingdom of God. Is resting, ruling, reigning and abiding in us. How do you define peace for someone who's never experienced it. And don't know what it means. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews 9.27 tells us that. As it is appointed unto all men. Look unto men once to die. As it is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. Did y'all hear that? Yes, Everybody's gonna be judged by the eternal Most High, yes, the King of glory, Amen. Almighty Yahweh, Amen. Elohim, Elohim. Amen. Did y'all hear me? Yes. Gonna be judged by it. Yes, that's the truth. Every spirit. Now, watch this in Isaiah 64 4, the scripture says. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear. Neither have the eye seen, O God, besides thee, what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. Did y'all hear that? Now we're going to go over to the new covenant and see them repeating what the prophet said. First Corinthians 2.9 says. But as it is written. Did y'all hear that? Yes, I have not seen. Nor ear heard. Neither hath it entered into the heart of man. The things which God hath prepared for them. That love him. So that waiting on him. Is the ones who love him. Because the ones who love him. They wait on him. They wait patiently for him. Because everyone that is born again They have a spirit in them that groaneth and travaileth Hallelujah. Hallelujah Waiting for the departure Waiting for the change of our bodies yeah. There's something on the inside That's why God gave us the Holy Ghost He put a longing deep down Inside of us To be with the one who created us Amen. I tell you it's just a love affair yeah. Yeah. I really tell you it really truly yeah. is there's something about when someone is born again, you mention the name of Jesus. Something It's just like electric go through you. Every, it's like electric. It's like uh, when your favorite song comes on. Hallelujah. Something just stirs you up. Lord, hallelujah. That's what it does with me. Hallelujah. And of course, he, he, he bore witness with us. That. He said that his spirit is bearing witness with our spirit. That we are the sons of God. You can say Jesus and some people, it don't mean nothing. Now you understand that Paul did say there will be another Jesus that people talk about, and it has no no effect at all on the psych or the conscience of man. Huh? But the ones who know him. What an impression he always leaves. Isn't that the truth? The first date and every date in between is always a good date. <laughs> Hallelujah. But let me go on here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to read verse 10 now. Look what it says. But God had revealed them unto us by his what? By his spirit. Look. For the spirit searches all things. What does the spirit do? Searches Searches all things. That's why we all thank God for the Holy Ghost every day. Every day. Not only does he search for the good to help us to see the good. But he searches for the bad to help us find out what's bad. Isn't that good? That is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, even the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man? That's the reason why men can't fool us. We know the things that man knows. Hallelujah. Just what I just got finished explaining. Which is in him. Even so, the things of God Knoweth no man but the spirit of God. That's why we constantly got to have his spirit ministering to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he knows what God wants. Amen. 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 Now we have received. Not the spirit of the world. But the spirit which is of God. That we might know the things. That are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth But which the Holy Ghost teaches Comparing spiritual things with spiritual But the natural man Receiving not the things of the spirit of God For they are foolishness Unto him Neither can he know them Because they are spiritually discerned How many things do you just perceive that, are, that is foolish You know some things of God You consider to be foolish yeah, you probably need to check that natural man hallelujah that's because they're spiritually discerned but he that is spiritual judge all things yet he himself is judged of no man that's why people always question us because they can't judge us Jesus response to the and Pharisees was which of you convinced me of sin hmm but I will tell you this: You that are without sin cast first stone. Amen. Amen. Jesus said that, knowing full well that a man's heart would condemn him if he's in a wrong standing. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. 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 For who have known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Yes, we have the mind of Christ. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. So we're truly best as a small assembly of people of God. We have continually watched him deliver us. And keep us in good health. This church world rarely accepts every sickness and every disease from every enemy of its soul. Just automatically just accept it. Matter of fact even gloat in it. Badge of honor to be sick and have disease they'll call you up on the phone how you doing oh you just done put yourself in a trap you finna get 30 minute resume about that glory badge of disease and sickness I don't want to hear it I'll hang up on hallelujah I got better things to do than hear a disgusting way glory to the king All this is happening, but our God is teaching us obedience through sanctification and sanctification through obedience. He's working on us, brothers and sisters. So we've watched God deliver us from every form of sickness and keep us in good health. He's our deliverer, he's alive. And he's doing well. Amen. So you know there's many things that the world suffers from. We never it never comes nigh to us. Never comes nigh to us. And for this we can bless his holy name hallelujah see we, we take advantage of it and sometimes we don't understand that it, it, y'all try it sometimes I wouldn't advise you to but you can if you want to if you want to just check the waters sometimes you go out here and go to one of these so called churches on their day of what they call worship that they decided to pick themselves and didn't you know choose to uh, consult God about it they just picked it up themselves and listen to their so called testimony line or who needs prayer I got a silent request? They got many different ways they do it. And then take a look around at the congregation and see who's in good health. Because the scripture just said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou prosper and be in health even as thou what? Soul prosper. If the soul is prospering, no doubt, then your body can be in good health then. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. It's a rarity to, to have a place like this. Amen. It really truly is. Where the enemy doesn't have a foot on the back of our neck, on sickness and disease. Amen. Bless the name of Jesus. So if you want to check and see how close somebody walking to God, you have no fault to do than look at a body of assembly of believers where you go. Amen. You'll find out because no doubt. See, people hate to admit that sickness is a result of sin, a disease is a result of some sin, some Amen. spiritual defect. Was that a hard pill or a crow to swallow? It is the truth, though. It is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the truth. Because if that wasn't the truth, if it wasn't, as us just say if it wasn't the truth, then why come we're not blessed with a bunch of disease and sickness then? Wouldn't we all like to be blessed with a bunch of diseases? Wouldn't we all like to be blessed with a bunch of sickness if God is putting it on everybody? You think we ought to have a prayer session up here and ask God to fill us up with some diseases and sickness? So we can feel sanctified like everybody else Come on. Come on. everybody's shaking their head on that one boy uh, uh-uh, man, I don't want no parts of that. Well then it can't be the blessings of God if people are that way then. I believe the blessings of God are good health. Yep. A sound mind. Amen. Glory be to the king. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Not oppression, but people who are obsessed with Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong. We may have little things that we may be dealing with, but we're not a sick people. We're not a diseased people, brother and sister. Am I making sense? See, if I don't clarify that, boy, somebody could be giving place to the enemy. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, remember, the eyes is one to the soul. And of God instructed me is be not afraid of their faces So sometimes I say something The communication of the counters does this yeah. What do you think that's doing You ain't concerned about what I'm saying There's something else going on in there I've been doing this a long time Brothers and sisters Remember I used to sit right there <laughs> So sometimes you be doing that And it's the wrong communication other time you're doing that Because you're in deep thought Yeah looking for understanding so I know how to read all that I just cover all bases and by the way when I get finished with this sermon don't come up to me and say pastor you just you told the truth on that I know I told the truth on that you don't have to give me no revelation on it I know I told the truth on that what do you want me to do get up here and preach a lie I'm not going to do that <laughs> So sometimes you're concerned, other times you're like, oh boy. And you have to understand, I'm, I'm one person, but I'm speaking to a, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, boy, I tell you, when you said that, ooh, it, it, it hit me, and I thought you just meant that for me. I did. Yeah. Is that the way the Holy Spirit ministered to you? Yeah. Don't sit up there and try to alleviate yourself from judgment. Well, I didn't get it. Your no doubts ain't between you and me. That's between you and God, and that's none of my business. Well, I need to understand it and move yourself. Somebody say amen. Now, Pastor, Dow, you playing these psychological games with well, no, I ain't either. So I have some people that are looking for concern. I got other people, boy, they just as twisted. But you said that. Yeah, I did say that, but I didn't mean it that way. Uh-oh. Praise the Lord. Amen. But with freedom comes great responsibility. Amen. Great, 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 great responsibility. Resisting the devil requires an effort. You can't be passive resisting the devil, Russell. And the resistance the devil ain't saying I rebuke you devil and didn't leave it at that No, (laughs) It's some effort involved brothers and sisters It is some effort involved Hallelujah And it does require obedience to God Because the Bible said The first thing the scripture says over in James 4 Is that you submit yourself to God See that's the first thing And then you resist the devil And then what the Bible says from that He will do what? Flee See so there's an order there isn't it And that order is submission first Is that right? Amen. And you have to understand, brother, so that a lot of times this resisting is turning away from his former mindset. You understand that some of our mind is set like concrete. You don't know what concrete is like when it's set up. (laughs) So I don't want to offend nobody, but if you get offended, it's none of my business. But could you please turn to one of these walls and look at it? That's the way some of your minds are. Look at brother Doug over there touching it Yeah it's that hard brother It ain't pliable <laughs> You try to butt heads with that You ain't winning Glory be to the king Amen And we got to change brothers and sisters So we need to be active In participating with him The king In order to obtain freedom Not only are we here To help ourselves get free But we're supposed to be instrumental In helping the body to be free Are you following me? There's an order for everything brothers and sisters I mean the Bible teaches us Endure hardness as a good soldier So don't call hardness at times You got affliction on you Sometimes you just need to tighten up your belt Hallelujah Tighten up the grip of the sword Hold that shield a little bit tighter amen a little bit more firmer yes, amen. and get the war glory be to the king I mean if y'all after all if you're not happier then you're not freer is that right if you're not freer you ain't saner don't you want to be sane rather than insane I mean, you can pick which one you want don't let me get in the way of your happiness you want to be insane? Have fun. I won't disturb you at all. I will look at you and I will thank my God that I ain't that way. I'm not going to get disturbed and depressed because you want to be a miserable wreck. No, I won't either. I will look at you and go, boy, thank you, Jesus, for delivering me for that. You'll be hearing me singing that belief song. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I'll be thanking him, too. I'll be skipping and you be stomping. <laughs> Isn't everybody happy? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. A sound mind lets you know that, that your mind is filled with good health. A sound mind, brothers and sisters. See, a lot of people had made this connection. That there is something that is going on. For instance, you know, we, we talk about, let's just look at anger. Okay, Amen. If you're holding some type of deep rooted festering That you know a little bit of flame yeah. Is down there and every time something happens Somebody throw a little fuel on it whoo, It puffs up sure. you, you know, We got little things like that going on sometime in us Amen. And it could have been because something Some event that's taking place in our lives And then every time something close to that event happens with us All of a sudden that flame woo. Because where there's no wood, there's no fire. Isn't that right? So we need to be instrumental in looking out and checking out what causes us to get fired up. (laughs) Nothing wrong with anger, but there's certain things that there's, there's just not no righteous indignation in it. Involved in it like we're trying to put it off as. We need to be extinguishing some of these little flames. Hallelujah. Because see, them are the things... That is the root to diseases. Amen. The world ain't going to tell you that. No. Mm-mm. The devil sure ain't going to tell you that. No. He's going to befriend you. No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Disobedience has gotten us into the shape we're in. So it's going to take obedience to get out of that shape. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. You know just well as I do, we all wasn't filled up and topped off with righteousness at birth. Huh? Tanks running empty And low Boy, my God wasn't that true Amen. Amen. Amen So do people suffer from being obedient to God Sure they do But it comes from an attack from the enemy From an outward source Fine. Are you mind making sense yes, Amen he has to use somebody to do that But we're talking about people suffering In their bodies Sickness and diseases Because they're serving God Somebody well, what about Paul? You don't know about Paul. All you know is he had a thorn in the flesh. Now, if you want to be sanctified by Paul, ask God to give you a thorn. Now, chances are you got a thorn. You probably just hadn't recognized it as a thorn. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Lord be the king. But the word repentance in our time has become a cuss word. It's a forbidden word in most assemblies today. Repent what I need to repent for. And I go, that's your problem right there. That's the reason why you need to repent. <laughs> that's the reason why you need to repent. But they, hey, in pagan Christianity, they've just done away with this notion. Like like if you uh, uh, repent, you're admitting guilt. No duh. <laughs> you got that Right. But if you keep the same mindset and nothing is changing with situation circumstance, then you probably need to change your mind about how you view the word repent. It's God's goodness that leads us to repent. See, the way that the scripture happens, so it is good whenever God allows us to repent. See, the way I view repentance, now you can pick any way you want to, but I just happen to think that my way after doing much study is right. The way I review repenting is after I had read that it's God's goodness that allows me to repent. I look at this and go, my God, you could have left me, but you said you wouldn't forsake me. So you allowed me to repent. I could still be in darkness, but you shine a light on me. See, that's the transformation of the mind of looking at things. Then you will be glad to receive these blessings. You'll be glad to run to Jesus. Because if you can't repent, that means you're running and hiding and you're justifying yourself. But if you can repent, you're coming to the light. You're not running from the light, you're going to the light. When you can't repent, he can't hold your hand because you don't want nobody to hold your hand. But when he's got his hands sitting out there and you say, Lord, I repent, he, you put your hand right smack dab there in his. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the reason why we need to be instrumental in knowing what this word says. Because many people, by fleshly ways and false teachings, take things different ways. But when you look at it the way the word says right here, then it's a glorious and it's a joyous thing to lead you to repentance. So yeah, God is good. And he's good all the time. And it is his goodness that leads me to repent. That's why we teach people, wow, you discovered a wicked way you didn't know it been to see it all that time learn how to say hallelujah learn how to say thank you Jesus learn how that he see he bought you out of darkness don't go over and get on into a miserable wreck and get into a state of depression because you didn't you wasn't as righteous as Jesus like you thought you was I don't see you walking six inches above the ground I don't see no halos following you around your head Come on! You mean you disturbed because you wasn't righteous in every point? Praise the Lord. I got something to work on. I heard the Spirit say leave me alone. I said okay good I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> A lot of times when I'm preaching like this, stuff be manifesting. Sometimes you understand this is one of the few places that anybody that y'all've ever been was a preacher get up preaching and all of a sudden spirits start manifesting. Oh, y'all to see new people when they come here and something like that takes place. They're, man, Lord, their eyes get big. See, mine are naturally big, but people they get enhancements when they come here. <laughs> Me and Sister Ashley was over there arguing one day about who eyes were bigger. She said, "Mine bigger than y'all. And I said, I ain't going to argue with you. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. But people get enhancements when they come here. Attachments. Anyway, God is good to lead us to repent. So don't ever look at repentance as a bad thing, brothers and sisters. It's always a good thing. Ain't nothing wrong with, with finding out what's wrong So you can be right Nothing wrong with it Hallelujah Amen But if people was really truly hearing The gospel of Jesus Christ People would be freer Did y'all hear what I said If people was hearing the real gospel Of the kingdom People would be freer Come on brothers and sisters You see cause we can say amen Cause we know where we come from we can say amen because we know where he bought us from and we know where we're going. I mean, I thank God that we ain't got an assembly full of sick folk in here. Hey, amen. burden down with prescription drugs, paying tithes to the pharmacy when it could be given them to God. Glory to the king. Hey, amen. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I thundered it loud If people were serving Jesus Christ If they were obeying the gospel This gospel of the kingdom That should be preached Unto all men Into all the world Then no doubt If they were hearing from the real Jesus People would be freer Hallelujah Hallelujah. Glory to the king So we're going to talk about that today we know that the scripture says in Exodus 15, 26. And this is what God said. If thou wilt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statues, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Amen. Now let's go over to Ezekiel real quick. The 18th chapter, all right? We're going to be here just for a second we're going to Ezekiel 18 I had one guy tell me when I was turning over here to read Ezekiel he said don't get too far from the New Testament I said I'm I'm right next door (laughs) right next door glory to the king I'm right next door I'm adjacent to it (laughs) glory to the king Ezekiel 18 chapter okay now, here we read scriptures, you know, the, the scriptures right here, because scriptures are given to us for, for profit, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Is that right? Yes, Is that right? That's what they're there for. Amen? Amen? Lord the King. And we want to be right. Amen. I don't know anybody who's really truly born again, want to live in wrong and be wrong and just stay wrong. I don't know anybody who got a real true heart to God, want to do that. We want our garments spotless. Is that right? Amen. But believe it or not, we live in a time that people actually believe that God is unfair to them. Sometimes we live in such deceitful times that people will not even express it. But if you just watch their actions, they ain't got to say anything. That's why I, I'm all the time telling you, you need to pay attention to things people do and what they don't do. You desire exercise your senses to discern good and evil. If you only know good and you don't know evil, your discernment is not too keen. Amen. 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 People do certain things and then they don't do certain things. So you need to know if you see somebody doing something, what spirit they are of. And if they're not doing it, you need to know what spirit they are And the first person you look at is the one you see in the mirror in the morning. Because everybody else ain't deceiving you. It's that person in the mirror. That's the biggest deceiver that ever walked this earth. Amen. We're looking out for Satan where do you think that that wicked spirit of sin resides. Where did it originate from? Amen. Ezekiel 18 starting at verse 23. Let's look at this thing. All right. Let's start at verse 20. Okay. Listen very closely. The soul that sinneth It shall what? Die. Die Now that's the opposite of living The son Listen to this Y'all need to highlight this Are you following me? Shall not bear the iniquity of the father Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son The righteousness of the righteous Shall be upon him And the wickedness of the wicked Shall be upon him Did y'all hear that? But, here we go with them butts again, ain't we? Amen. If, that's, that's, that's some words, ain't it? Amen. The wicked will turn from all his sins that he have committed and keep all my statues and do that which is lawful. Did y'all hear that? Yes. And we're not talking about the law of the state of Tennessee either. Yes. We're talking about the law of God. Is that right? Yes. And right, he shall surely live he shall not die praise the lord thank you jesus uh, you know sometimes we got some wicked ways brothers and sisters and we turn from that god allows us to live that's just beautiful is that right but also if you see a wicked person they turn from their wickedness, do right god said he ain't gonna die he gonna live that's merciful that is merciful brothers and sisters now look at this all his transgressions that he have committed they shall not be mentioned. Now I will bar it be to the king on that. That man could have been wicked all of his life. Turned from and he said every transgression won't even never be mentioned. That's why I thank God for repentance. Every time I repent, so i gone in heaven. And the only thing that's gonna be remembered is righteousness. Wow. That's beautiful. I mean, if the wicked can get that and I'm saved, man, I got to have a bet. I got to have, I mean, my my yield and dividends got to be great. I got to have some profits, brothers and sisters, no doubt about it. I'm looking to cash in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not worried about no depression eating up my interest that I've earned. <laughs> anyway, just stay away yet. I know somebody didn't get just stay there. You think I'm talking about the depression out here? No, I ain't talking about it. Anyway, praise the Lord. Glory be to the King. Amen. But that's beautiful. Amen. And all his transgression that he have committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. In his righteousness that he have done, he shall live. Now listen, listen to the heart of God. Have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die? That's a question. Did y'all hear that? What's the question? The answer is no. Said the Lord God. And not that he should return from his ways and live. Isn't that something? But when the righteous turneth from his righteousness and committeth iniquity and doeth according to all the abominations that the wicked man doeth, shall he live? No, no, no. We all know that's an emphatic no, isn't it right? Yeah. Look what it says, all his righteousness that he have done shall not be mentioned. So if it works the one way for the wicked, then all of his wickedness be forgiven, not never mentioned in the day of judgment. Is that right? Then the righteous man, if he turned from righteousness, then all this righteous is going to be wiped away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Come on. Amen. There ain't no such thing as sitting up here. One, You pick one day, you're going to be good. Another day, are going to be bad. And you're going to try to make some balance and some scales. Yes, and say, well, my good outweighs my bad. And God don't have a scale like that. Oh, he have a, his scale work like this. You either in or you're out. You either are holy or you're unholy. Amen. Amen. That's how God does it. Hallelujah. You either saved or you're lost. Either your name is written down or it's been blotted out. There ain't no, no doubt about it. Amen. Or it's never been written down. That's how God deals. Amen. That's his scale. When he's talking about weight and the balances, right. Right? when he said, I'm serious. He does like you consider your ways, or not your way. And we'll read about that, okay? Uh-huh. Let, let me go on because i oh, look, Lord. Anyway, let's go on here, all right? Praise the, Praise the Lord. And his righteous that he have done. Shall not be mentioned. In his trespasses that he have trespassed. And his sin that he have sinned. In them shall he die. Verse 25. Y'all ready for this? Yes, Yet you say. The way of the Lord is not equal. Y'all hear that? Hear now O house of Israel. Did y'all hear that? It's not my way equal and not your ways unequal that's how God deals God deals his way is always right hallelujah Hallelujah. when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commit iniquity and dieth in them for his iniquity that he hath done shall he die again when a wicked man turn from his wickedness that he hath committed and doeth that which is lawful and right he shall save his soul alive. Because he considereth and turneth away from all his transgressions. Now let me define wicked for you. A wicked in this context of the scripture right here is a righteous man that turned and become wicked. He turned from righteous and he became wicked. In this case not talking about the sinners. Are you following me? A sinner is a sinner. You understand what I mean, all right? And look what he says right here: because he considered and turneth away from all his transgression that he had committed, he shall surely live; he shall not die. Yet, save the house of look at this Israel, the way of the Lord is not equal. O house of Israel, are not my ways equal, and not your ways unequal? Therefore. I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent, big word, and turn yourselves from all your transgressions so iniquity, that is lawlessness, shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all, Your transgressions. Whereby you have transgressed and make you a new heart. Do what? Make you a new heart. Make you a new heart. Did y'all hear that? That's why the scripture often talk about us being conformed to the image of his dear son. Make you a new heart. You hear that? And a new spirit. For why will ye die? O house of Israel. For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dies, saith the Lord. God, where... For turn yourselves and live ye. Amen? Amen. You think God wants us to turn if as now 2 Peter 3 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, and people do that. But his long suffering towards us, he is long what? Suffer. That means he is suffering long. See, a lot of people think that, that God is just long suffering, but no, he is suffering long, brothers and sisters. Suffering long towards us was. Not willing any it should perish, but look, everybody do what? Come to repentance. Yeah. The tap root for misunderstanding is the cause of the reason why people don't understand. Did y'all hear me? There's a misunderstanding. It's nothing but confusion. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Now, Second Corinthians 7.1. You want to definitely keep this one. Because it says, wherefore having these promises dearly beloved... This is an action. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh. Let us cleanse our action. Cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. Look at this one. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Y'all understand holiness must be perfected? Yes, sir. You understand that? You can't be going around bitter. Full of hate, envy, jealousy, strife, and call yourself perfecting holiness. You can't be going around holding grudges, backbiting, tail and call yourself perfecting yourself in holiness. Do you understand this, brother? Son? You can't be speaking evil one to another and call yourself perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Because if you could see God standing right there in front of you, there's a lot of things we wouldn't be doing. There's a lot of ways we would be acting. Hallelujah brothers and sisters Am right. making sense yes, sir. Holiness needs to be perfected in saints Now listen I often have seen over the years um, Many Not receive healing or deliverances Until they have submitted themselves to God yes, sir. Because it is based on condition You know that's why we spend so much time ministering Because yes, we want to see What could be the spiritual defect What could be that breach That is keeping you from, from actually Being in a good relationship Where God can hear your prayer So you can't be healed Is that making sense Amen Because without submitting to God Then why people call him Lord Huh? Why go around and call yourself Call him Lord and you ain't going to do what he say Why you going to call him one of his You ain't going to bear a word he had to say People do that all the time That's deceitful brothers The heart is deceiving you Here you are disobeying him And you're going to still call him Lord Who you deceiving He ain't going to receive you like that He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Amen. Let's go to James, the fourth chapter. We're going to read verses 1 through 12, all right? James 4. Glory to the king. Man, my poor Bible. All right. Listen closely. From whence cometh wars and fighting among you? Now, is this talking to the world? It's talking to saints? Saints, huh? Look what it says. They come not hence, even of your lust that war in your what? Members. Notice it didn't say members, just one individual. Members, plural. Is that right? Now, look what it says. Listen, ye lust and have not. Ye kill. And desire to have them, you cannot obtain. You fight and war and yet you have not because you ask not. You see people always contentious and stuff. They never attain peace and they wonder why come they ain't got it. Always starting something and wonder why come they don't have peace. And then they look at you. I don't understand why come I just can't be at peace. Causing all this hell and then they wonder why they can't be at peace. That's what he's giving a resume about right here you fighting, you're warring, you're envying, you're doing all this stuff, and you wonder why. Amen. Amen. He gets into the prayer part, too. Look what he says. Verse 3: You ask, and you receive not. Because you ask a amiss, that you may consume it on your own lust. You know, the world do that all the time. The world, what they'll do, and I mean, world in Christians, world in believers today, what they'll do is, is they'll be envious towards someone or be contentious towards someone or hate someone or have despite the in their heart towards someone or just kind of not fond towards someone and they'll get something material and they're hoping that that material somehow, some way, influences the psyche of the other to make them feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Did I say something wrong? No. I just told on the devil again, didn't I? Yeah, he will. And that's what this world is doing out there. They're going, look, because of the things I got, I'm blessed. Uh, and so a lot of times you'll see people, they'll be driving around in this nice fancy car in order to make the person that they're mad at feel bad. Don't tell me I'm wrong, brother. I, I'm telling you, that's the way people do. That's the way people I'm telling people do stuff like that. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I told Sister Carol, I said, you know, next time we buy a car, you know what we're going to (laughs) do. Y'all want to hear? I said, hopefully my beard is like this. I I think that morning I won't get up and take a shower. I'll find my boots has got a hole in them. Put on some bib overalls. Maybe go out there and just kind of drop on the ground and roll around in a little bit of cow dung. (laughs) Tell Carol to put one of her paint skirts on. Go to a fancy car dealer and see if they're respectable persons. Yeah, get that Will I not be judged that way? And does God not teach us to be respectable person? Come on, do not be respectable. Does not. We probably be standing out there on that car lot looking for that car for the next five hours. we are probably standing out there and probably nobody come out. You know what I mean? Especially if we get our red truck. <laughs> you don't drive up in a good, Vic. You get the red truck. I mean, if you're going to do it, you want to do it all the way. Isn't that right, brother? You get the red truck. Now, I know people can't see the red truck. Maybe, brother, saying i flash an image up on the video so you can see our red truck. Hallelujah. The red truck. And boy, we go down there like that, stop by a subway, have me a subway sandwich in hand, (laughs) spilling out all over the place. (laughs) Don't nobody come out there. Then the next day, we go out there all cleaned up, you know what I mean, looking like what they would call civilized citizens, (laughs) and drive up in the BMW. You know what I mean? Or the black truck. Then we have people rushing to come out. And that give me an opportunity to minister. I say, do y'all remember this man and this woman that was here yesterday? Had his old beat-up red truck, smell like it had cow dung all in it, had on bib overalls and stuff, and, and the woman had holes in her little skirt and had paint all over this stuff, and the and the man looked just scrawny and had a sandwich dripping all over the place. Yeah, I remember him. I said, man, what did he want? I don't know. He know they're going to sing like a canary. And I go, you know who that man was? That was me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. That'd be a good way to minister, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then I have to determine if the man still wants to sell a car, if he's really convicted. Um, all right. Look at him looking. I don't know how this stuff enters into my mind, but it just pops up, though. This stuff like it pops up. <laughs> Amen. Jesus did set up things like it all the time. He go sit on a well, and it was against the custom of that day for a man to go sit on the well, knowing full well that a woman was coming to get some water, because men didn't draw the water, women did. Right. Oh Lord! They mean, oh, wait a minute. I forget. I'm talking to Americans. Y'all better stop being them pigs Amen. Them jackals and swines Amen. Them sows Amen Amen You ever wonder Now you know Ham Y'all know about the so called quote unquote curse of ham You know what I mean You know it ain't true But anyway it's commonly believed out there And I thought How in the world do they associate Swine with Ham You ever thought about that a minute? Think about it. How do you get a pig that is, the Bible says it's a swine, right? Yeah. Some people call it a sow. Is that right? Yeah. How do you, how you get the name ham from it? I'm telling you, there's a concerted effort to destroy everything pure that is in the Bible. Look at them looking at me. Think about that. How do you get that association? How does people get the association of when they're reading first, I mean, Acts, the 10th chapter? And you get all these manner of four-footed beasts in there. It's it all manner. Man. Creeping things, wild things, everything. And the first thing people do is say, you see, God made the pig unclean. As if there was no other animals in there. Come on. Come on. Come on. That let you know people got pigs' minds. I mean think about it Whenever you talk about any something If you talk about that automatically The first thing that comes up is the swine Justifying that they can eat it That's a spirit Y'all ain't never pay attention to that And anything that ever comes up When it comes about food in the Bible They always justify the swine Let me tell you the reason why. Because in our generation and in this, especially in this country right here, we've eaten so much pig, so much sour, so much swine that has done affected our mind. That is continually on it. Some of us, we'll go buy a barbecue place. I said go buy it. Huh? And we'll smell and go, oh, that sure do smell good. Smell good to the flesh, don't it? And that flesh sitting up there saliva and dripping like some vampire for that mess. When it should be a stench in your nostrils. You should despise and hate that thing. Oh, you may have liked it one time, but that was when you was not regenerated. But now you are regenerated. You smell that thing, you should turn up your nose. Ain't nothing smelling good about it. It's just like the devil, isn't he? How do you think the devil going to come? You think you going to come looking like Freddy Krueger? No, if you're a woman, the devil ain't going to come looking like no Freddy Krueger. No, no. He's going to come looking like George Cooney. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> we bless the name of Jesus. Let me get back to the message. I could be messing up some people's psyche. You understand my speech? Oh, praise the Lord. Anyway, we need to be perfecting holiness. Holiness should be a love affair for us. Every single day. Amen. We're in James, right? Now look at this. Watch this. Fourth verse. Ye adulterers and adulteresses. know ye not. He's going to a particular place when he's mentioning this. Look. That the friendship of the world. The friendship of the what? The world. You think God wants us to stay away from the world and stuff like that? I mean, come on, including you. Amen. Amen. It's enmity. with God God said, you're going to be a friend with them? Then I hate you. Amen. That's what the word enmity means. Amen. Remember, we just got finished talking about God don't play this thing like we do straddle fence and all that. I'm sorry, there's a lot of relationships, a lot of things you just got to change when you come over to the way of holiness and sanctification. God know what he's doing. Because see those are things just like family do. They are pulling tug on your arm. If you ain't strong enough to handle it. They will pull and tug. You'll be over there dancing with the devil. And call yourself saved. Be over there committing wicked abominations. And saying that well God. God sees my heart. He sure do. He see right where your heart is. Praise the Lord brothers So Glory be to the king. Look what he said. But hey, this is just the word, right? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. That means mindset, brothers and sisters. We serve the law of God with our mind. And so we also serve vice versa the same way, the law of the flesh with our mind, too. Yes sir, yes ma'am Your body just goes wherever the mind Computes and dictates and mandates for it to go Yes sir, yes ma'am I told you Humans are basically voice activated Yes, sir. Everybody acting like What in the world passed down You ain't never been in the store And heard something say Get some ice cream and then without any Recourse at all You just jet it right on over and got it And you thought you were in control. That's what we do. We, we teach you to be in control. Amen. So I've trained myself, gotten myself trained to the point that if I hear my flesh making suggestions for me to go get some ice cream or something, it, I, I make a of star for three, four, five months of it. Amen. And I say, what'd you say? <laughs> you know just well as I do the wars inside. I'm not the only one that's familiar with this, brother and sister. Come on, I got a whole congregation that's familiar with what I'm saying. Amen. And a lot of times that it's amazing how that flesh never, ever, ever says it's time for you to drink some water. <laughs> Come on! Amen. I usually just go get it. Yep. Now, if you're out here with your tongue hanging out on the side about to die of dehydration, then your mind may say get some water because that flesh trying to live a little bit longer. Praise the Lord. And then in that instance, I guess you could say it, it got some sense. Yeah. But if it's got Kool Aid, pineapple, orange tea, green tea, water, what do you think that flesh is going to say? <laughs> yeah. Look at Mercedes at Kool Aid. <laughs> That's what that flesh is going to do too. I'm serious. Have y'all ever saw me when I'm down here in the dining hall when, we, when we're eating and stuff, I'll go up there and if y'all ever see me just stop for a moment up there at the dessert table? Just sometime, just watch me. And I'll make sure today I perform with that in mind. Because I know next week you're going to forget about it. I have an attrition rate. You know, it'll be a cutoff and then some will remember then after that it'll be a far cry until I mention it again. Now, never mind. I'll leave you alone. But that's the reason why I do it. I go up there and stop for a reason because I'm waiting to see if I hear my body say anything. I told y'all that's a thousand times. I'm the one that's controlling this thing. This thing been ruling me it ruled me for 20 how long when was I got filled with the Holy Spirit? 26? 25? Somewhere along in there? Um that thing was ruling too long. And then every, every once in a while, it gets so-called anointed and try to show up and deceive me. And then I have to beat it down again. So I've learned to beat my body and bring it into subjection. Y'all got it? I said I've learned. I ain't finished yet. I'm still learning. So I'll go up there now. I know that flesh hates me too, boy. I know it, it's really hating me now because I've been eating oatmeal going on a month and a half every single morning. I know it, it is just a crying, just a moaning. Carol go, you want some oatmeal? And the flesh go, no. I go, yeah, give me some. I mean, it is. I'm serious. I'm brother and sister. I'm telling you the honest. I know y'all familiar with it. y'all. Come on, don't y'all flesh be talking sometime, trying to trying to bind you and mess you up. Go get that Snickers bar, Mercedes. Mercedes said, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Elias and them bugged Dad Megs all the time. Dad Mix came down knocking on the door. One day I said, what do you want, Dad Mix? I'm coming down here to get um, $10 worth of quarters because them children come up to me, Dad Megs, you got change for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> and I promise you just as sure as day is long I'll wake up tomorrow and um, I, Carol be making some oatmeal and then Flesh be going, no 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 and as soon as I hear it cause my Flesh hate it but I know it's good for the body I know it's good for I haven't been doing too much cardio, and, and yet I've lost um, close to 20 pounds in a month and a half of eating oatmeal every morning. And that flesh is just screaming, boy, not again. I said, you got about another three, four months. Oh. <laughs> All I'm doing is just using myself as an example so you can get a little bit of insight. You're probably already familiar with it. You probably already crucified yours many times. Y'all, y'all remember that voice? And then when it gets tired of talking, it just what it tries to do is deceive you by throwing up a feeling. You ever did with that before? It throws up a feeling. And you go, ah, you're showing up another way. huh? Mercedes said, I, I don't fool with it. I just go ahead and give what <laughs> <Yeah>, I want. Just... <laughs> let me, let me look at it. <laughs> look, look at it. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Anyway, look what he says right here. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth the envy? Do y'all think that's in vain? No, there's a spirit that lust, It is in us, the lust of the envy. Do you understand that? Yes sir. Anytime this flesh, anytime this flesh can get an opportunity, it will, it will it will get not only it get you to hate you, it'll get you to envy somebody else. Amen. Yes sir. And it'll make up something that is that's not is trivial. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just so it can have a fight. Right. It will misrepresent people. Somebody be walking past you, and they probably won't acknowledge or say too much or something like that. Brother and sister, I mean, we live in close proximity. We see each other all the time. Yeah. And it will make up something to start a fight. Yes. You see how they walk past you? Yeah, they just walk past you. No, you didn't get that. <laughs> then all of a sudden, it's spiritual. Huh. Yeah. The flesh is. Yeah. Next time, they come out, watch them. So instead of having a pure conversation, here they are engaging in pure conversation. And you looking out of this evil third eye. Attention to a spirit, anyway. I wonder why I come ain't too many amens and glory, hallelujahs, and thank you, Jesus. On this, I, I know why we, we wonder why we get mute on certain things, hallelujah. Well, Pastor, I just don't feel like comment. Am I telling the truth? The Bible said knowledge is true. Well, I am mean acknowledging the truth. What? By being a statue? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anyway. But the scripture it doesn't say it in vain, brothers and sisters. It's telling us for a reason. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith God resisteth the what? The pri- a prideful person would never do nothing about themselves. Because everybody else is wrong. A prideful person wants everybody to fit into their world. And so the Bible said that God resisted the proud, but he gave grace unto the humble. You want some grace? God give it to them that are humble. Then he, look at the instructions, submit yourself to, therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And there's people telling us that there's no such thing as the devil. No, there's a devil. Draw nigh to God, and he will do what? Draw nigh. Come on. No, it telling. It's, it's an action that must take place we must be participants in this brothers and sisters we have to take some action drawn out of God and he will drawn out of you cleanse your hands ye sinners and purify your heart Ye what double minded Then it's, look at this be afflicted and mourn and we let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness why Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift you up. Hallelujah. Now I'm, I'm not going. Hey, don't get me wrong. You are going to experience some pain at repentance, but that pain should teach you. I'm not. I'm not experiencing this again. Because it's that evil that deceived me. Yeah, I got to make sure. And now I get the joy, of thanking God for forgiving me for. But I'm not going this way again. Amen. Speak not evil of one another. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law and judges the law. But if thou judgest the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. People do that all the time. People, see, we judge. God didn't tell us we couldn't judge, but we judge out of the wrong mindset, out of the wrong heart. We, we do it all the time. All the, our judgment usually comes because we perceive some type of evil on someone. And we can't even see. Really truly see. There's one lawgiver who is able to save and, and to destroy. Who art thou that judges another? Amen. That's good. That's sound words. Amen. First Peter fifth chapter. All right. Look at this. We're almost done. Likewise you younger submit yourselves unto the elder. Yes. All of you be subject one to another. Did y'all hear that? It didn't say because somebody got a title or position or old or somebody like says you be subject one to another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And be clothed Amen. with humility. That means put on humility. Amen. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. So we got James and Peter saying the same thing. Two apostles. Is that right? Yeah. Humble yourselves, therefore, in the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him for he careth for who you he cares for you did y'all hear that now be sober that means your mind have your mind sober you know don't be drunk and clouded and stuff to where you can't think straight you can't discern good and evil you don't know what's right and what's wrong you can't even discern what voice is operating so he wants us to be sober you hear that be vigilant you hear that 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 vision is is always expressing an interest into going towards the truth. Earnestly. Y'all hear that? Striving for it. Be dedicated. Look at this. Because your adversary, the devil. So he lets us know how our adversary is. Turn to your right and left. That ain't your adversary. As much as you may see the devil in them. They themselves are not your adversary. Well y'all too, well y'all two are tickled back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much you may see the devil in it, and you will yeah, get, amen. Don't we always see the devil in everybody? Amen. And they full of it too, ain't it? That devil, like I told you, the only thing he did was throw the grenade right in there and start a fire with both of them. That's all he did. Is. You made a little proverbial thing. You put the stick on the shoulder and knock it off. You go over there and knock the stick off and you didn't entice the devil in him. And the devil in you has got you the, got you are the one that he used to entice that whole thing. Y'all know how we do sometimes. We're right, and everybody else the devil. But when you look at our attitude and the way it's acting, right. yeah. that ain't God. Sometimes we deceive ourselves and call it righteous indignation. In your patience, possess ye your soul. How you gonna have righteous indignation uh, against a saint of the Most High? Hallelujah. I hate Satan. Don't you hate Satan? Yes. I'm glad we're learning something. Yes. I'm glad we're learning something. I am glad we're learning something. Yes, you learn something, Anna? Yes, sir. Good. So look at your daddy. He ain't the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith the shield of faith yes, faith is your shield yes, is that right yes. knowing that the same afflictions are accomplishing your brother and in the world in other words yes. things you're dealing with same thing they're dealing with too brother yes. same thing don't think that it's just you and you all by yourself you're the only righteous person living Come on. Elijah thought that too yes. alright now let's take a look at how people behaved years ago and let's take a good look at this type of behavior to see if it persists today Exodus 24, verse 3. I'm gonna go ahead and read on, okay? Because we're just at the end of it. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people answered with one voice. Y'all hear that? And all the people they answered with one voice. Look what he said. All the words which the Lord have said, we will do. Now the question is did they do it? No, no. They don't know they didn't either. How many times we said to Do Everything the Lord says, we'll do it. Amen. And they do it. We're we sitting here bobbing our head in acknowledgement. And as no soon as we hit that door. The word seemed to escape us. Next time a situation occurred. The word seemed to escape us. No, they didn't escape us. It's just that you didn't have your mind made up to serve the Lord. You know we're going to do it. Did they do it? No, they didn't do it. What they did do was go their own way. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Some way, somehow, Satan had convinced man that following God is a fearful thing. You don't believe Just watch the actions of man. I mean, people are actually afraid to obey God. People are actually afraid to serve God. That's how Satan has the mindset of people. Against God. Satan in somehow, some way, somehow, some way is convinced. The mind of man that if they if they obey God, they're getting a bad deal. He's keeping something from us. Don't y'all sit there. I told you, it's getting quiet around here. Don't y'all sit there and act like y'all ain't never heard this communication before. Amen. And there's no, so you know full well that's the way it happens. Amen. Amen. Satan has also been very successful at convincing people that they are following God when the truth is they're following another kingdom. Amen. Amen. People will come before God. And say, yeah, amen, hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. As soon as they leave this assembly, yeah. the voice of the goat comes. Yeah. Let's watch this one more time, 1 Kings 18, 21. And Elijah, see now we got one instance where everybody said, we gonna serve God. They all agreed. Yeah. We gonna serve him. Everybody patting each other on the back and everything and giving hugs and, hey, we got the laws and of God, boy, we so blessed. Now, we got another instance. This, this instance right here come from a people that have been in captivity so long, a Babylonian captivity. I try to tell us all the time that it, it is a very strenuous thing. Because in America, you're dealing with a people who don't feel like they have ever been in bondage because of the deceitful way of this society who makes you think you're free Amen. Come on. Amen. and we've actually bought it hook, line, and sinker yes, so, so, so to try to tell the people with all of these luxuries all these conveniences that you've been deceived and, and Satan has used America to do nothing but keep you far from God <laughs> You know how people are going to resist that? Yep, They're going to resist that. They're going to, uh-uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our mind has been cancerous, cancerously affected by the teachings of the public school systems, the teachings of the upbringing from our mother and father who had no fear of God whatsoever at all, the teachings of these churches that we've all been instrumental in. Amen. Teaching us every pagan way, every satanic way, and calling it God. Yeah. Amen. And we just think somehow, someway, when Jesus comes, that we just automatically going to fall down and submit and just roll over and serve Him with gladness. I don't see that. I see a people struggling. But I see a people willfully struggling to come out. Now, some people I don't see willfully struggling come out. Some people I see struggling to stay away from God. Come on. Amen. See, as a preacher, I get the, the job to and so, you, know, you know how many times I sit here and preach? And a message that can be so full of comfort and nothing but tormenting people. Yes, because their mind ain't made up to serve Jesus. Yes, Sitting there in utter torment. I can't wait for this to be over. I'm sick and tired of hearing this. I kid you not. Why don't he talk about something else? I don't know how long I can put up with this. This voice is on it. How long are we gonna be today? I'm the one suffering. If I had everybody sitting in here with a plate out like this, I could just chunk it all on there at one time. You could care which way it was put on there. But I got people coming up in line. Look at this. I don't want nothing. And here I am trying to feed a a starving folk. Uh, Passed out Is all that going on Yes So when we read these accounts We think it's just conducive to them And not us And we're really Human behavior in nature Has been the same Ever since the beginning of time I don't care what language you speak You lazy in America You'll be lazy in Colombia. Ain't that right brother Juan Hallelujah You lazy in Mexico, you'll be lazy in Asia. Ain't it right to Moco? Amen? I don't care where you come from. That's just the human nature. We think because we got different features, different colors, that somehow some way we different. No, your flesh stink. That's why you got to put deodorant on because you're stinking. And your flesh is letting you know because you're naturally stinky, you're spiritually stinky, and you need some Holy Ghost perfume. So you become a sweet smell to the Savior. So when He so when you pray, he He's going instead of going, Michael, thou art a shield for me, Michael. Come praise the Lord. I'm talking right, yes I am too I'm talking right, I'm telling true So you got a people who don't believe that their mind is wrong That they come from a right upbringing And a right attitude and a right nation Who is just as steeped in abominations and bell worship As this account we're getting ready to read Who who just as far away from God as these people were That's America That's that's what we all been influenced by In this wicked country That's trying to pass itself off As if it's holy This got to be the worst country On the face of planet earth Remember Satan did say If you bow down And you serve me I will give you All the kingdoms over America's got We got troops in over 200 nations On this earth and we borrow money for people and they ain't gonna never pay it back and they still giving it to us because they're afraid we're gonna go drop the bomb on them if they don't. Yeah. Praise the Lord, Pastor Dow, You're right on, brother. Amen. Really, Pastor? That's what's really going on? Yeah! Everybody don't have eyes wide shut. Sometimes we, we just see people as they are. We're a nation of killers. Born killers. Look at him, look at him. Come on. Amen, brothers and sisters. We are killers. Name a president since World War II that has been in office that we haven't been engaged in some conflict. Name one. Name just one. Just one—that we didn't have to get some military force and go into somebody land under trumped-up charges. I'm just what I'm doing is painting a picture, let y'all know how righteous we are. You know, God bless America. He's gonna bless it, all right. He sure is gonna dissolve the whole entire thing. That's gonna be the blessings. But anyway. This is the same mindset that Elijah's dealing with. Here's his righteous prophet come from God trying to save God's people. Are you following me? Y'all have to understand. Isn't it remarkable how God does this thing? Here I am in life minding my own business, whatever that is. I'm, I'm teaching people how to kill folk. I'm jumping out of planes, rappelling out of helicopters, getting, staying out in the field, getting bit by every bug known to man and unknown to man. Uncomfortable and miserable. And then God comes and knocks on the door of my heart, fills me with the Holy Ghost, and I say, To hell with this stuff. Amen. I, changed, I changed allegiance. Did you not do the same thing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. 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 And now we're in another war where the devil's trying to make, it, make us think that there's something wrong with us to serve God. Yes. Yes. What in the world? Is that not a twisted warp mindset? Yes. So, anyway, here we are in 1 Kings 18 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long hog ye between two opinions? Two opinions. Yeah. If the Lord, capital L O R D, mean capital Yawa, Yahweh, Yah Hodveh, y'all hear this? Amen. Be God. Follow him. But if Baal Baal then follow him. Watch this one. And the people answered him not a word. Wow. You know the reason why? Cause they didn't know who God was. Yeah. Cause see in their mindset. Well, if I say the Lord is God, then I ain't, I ain't going to be able to, to wish nobody no Merry Christmas. I'm not going to be able to say, uh, Happy Easter, and rabbit ain't going to lay eggs, and, and I'm not going to be able to have all my privileges and benefits of being a Baal worshiper. Because see, the reason why I didn't answer the word, because they felt like if they served God, then all these conveniences are going to be taken away from them. Praise the Lord, pastor, now. Glory, hallelujah, preacher. You're telling the truth, brother. Amen, Amen brother. Preach that truth, brother. Amen. See, we. I know, I know, I know I'm crazy, ain't I? Huh? Huh? Don't know what I'm talking about, don't I? Oh, That's what's pressing the mind of people, I'm telling you. I see it all the time. They didn't answer him a word. Because they have been in the Babylonian kingdom so long. They have served Baal for so long. And Baal was giving them everything that they want. It's one of the few countries in the world where if you don't have a a job, you can go right on down here to the government. You may have to go through some paperwork, but they'll cut your check. They'll cut that... I'm telling you, I was in line the other day. In line the other day. And I thought, you know, I went to the shortest line. And there was two women up there. Saw sister the Cindy at Walmart. Me and brother Doug was up there. And brother Doug was talking with Cindy. And he, he had already been long gone. And I am sitting up there wondering, what in the world is taking so long? The cash register had to go through all this stuff because they had some type of little, little check type thing. And they had a write on it, validated, it, do all kinds of stuff. Then the other one had some look, I think it was an EBT card. I think it's what she said it was. I mean, what is an EBT card? Debit. A debit. Debit? debit card for what? Who's stamp. Yeah. Then they said, did this, did that, and did this, did that. And they, oh Lord, how much. Merc- Checking list to see if it was okay to buy this item on it. And I'm looking at them and going, they don't look poor to me. They didn't look poor to me. I figured that the Amish and Mennonites, they would give them some. Reason why they ain't gonna get none, cause they ain't got no social security card. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm gonna tell you if I got anything to do with it, we all gonna be off money at the social security system. We ain't gonna have none of that. Social Security cards no more. Now you got to understand, Bail says if you get rid of your number, I'm not going to give you any Social Security benefits. But you do understand this. And so people get the reasoning in their mind wait a minute now. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters. God is using us to restore part of his kingdom before he comes. We can't do it all, but we can do what we can do, what's committed to us. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And it's a fearful thing for a lot of people. Hallelujah. Huh? Because some of y'all younger people, if y'all don't do this thing right after we gone, y'all ain't going to have nothing. Right. And, and, and the government that you trust in, they're going to be unmerciful to you. But if you go back to them and bow out, you go back to them and bow out, they'll say, okay, you can have it. And you say, yes, the master state of Tennessee. And we don't think we're in bondage. We supposed to be in our own nation. There's supposed to be some people before us that's supposed to be holy. That should have had something set up so we could walk in His holiness and truth, And didn't have to go through all this hell just to get to where we're going. We should have blessings upon us rather than curses. And that's the reason why the people didn't want to answer the prophet Elijah. Because Baal had a stranglehold around him. Amen. They knew that Elijah was the man of God. They knew that now. They knew he was going to show out for God too. But all them conveniences, all them benefits was ringing in their little Bell worship ears. That's why God wants us to come out. Behold, you despise, us. <clears throat> you despise, and you wonder. And you're going to perish. Because I'm going to work a work in your day. Save the Lord. That, that's what he says. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why people look at us all cross-eyed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But we've arrived at this kind of nature. That's, and we, need, we got to come out of it. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a, a job that God is. thank God, of Him been merciful on us, but we ain't got all the bail out of us yet. Come on. We do not have all the bail out of us yet. Amen. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord. Amen. Sometimes we say we're the people of God, sometimes we don't act like the people of God. We don't look like the people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, we, no, we don't. No, we don't. we don't live like the people of God. Come on, look at him Amen. And we say the Lord ways. Now, I don't know man. Bell looked like he looking pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think the story of Lazarus in the book? I'm talking about the Lazarus that, d- that died and Jesus rose again. Huh? Lazarus, Lazarus was a rich man. Why come Jesus didn't tell him get rid of everything you got? Come on. Why come he didn't tell Zacchaeus that? Zacchaeus, he said, man, but I done wrong. He ain't got to worry about it here. I'll give it to him. He met the king. He, and something took place in his heart that you didn't have to tell that righteous man what to do. He already knew what to do. It was just in his heart. He said, this day, boy, salvation Hallelujah. has come to this house. I had preach preacher all day. How do you live? I said, by faith. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I know that, but I said, yeah, it ain't, it ain't a satisfactory answer, is it? I said, you'll never know. The just shall live by faith. I tell people all the time about our little place. I said, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. I said, we got folk come from all over, and every single one of them gave up everything. Didn't know where they were going. They didn't know when God saved them that they was going to end up here. I didn't know it. Ain't that a news flash? Because boy, if God said I'm gonna move you to Macon, Tennessee, I said, uh uh-huh. I came up here cheesing, not knowing nothing. I moved into the Dukes of Hazard, honky tonk, redneck bill. Lord have mercy. I know the reason why he put me here too. You know I'm stubborn. I butt heads. So when I go boo to me I don't scare easy. Amen. Glory be to the king. Don't care who the adversary is. We bless the name of Jesus. But people want the blessings of the Lord. Yeah they do. But they also want their way. And we can't have it like that, brothers and sisters. We got to submit our whole body, our whole spirit, and our whole mind to his way. I mean, after all, it's the Father's good pleasure. Good pleasure to give us the what? The king. Y'all understand, we are sons and daughters of Zion. We got an inheritance. Y'all hear what I said? That's why I read early, I have, I have, have not seen. The prophet said that. And then the apostle comes to, I can't, what did Cindy say? Well, I get you bum. Man, I start talking about that kingdom and thinking about it, automatically anointing arises in my body. And I know it did that's just the Holy Spirit bearing witness going, oh yeah. Just, every time I start thinking about time, I was listening to a song this morning, about 3:30 this morning. I cut on listening to that song. I was raising my tears streaming down my face. My God is trying to tell us something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. And I just had me a good old time with Jesus. So, saints, you cannot defeat the devil in disobedience. Can't do it. You've got to have a made-up mind that God's way is the right way. It's got to be made up. Made up. Made up. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to do. You just say whatever God says. I don't have to understand it. I, that's just a way. And I'm going to be stubborn towards evil. That's all there is to it. Amen. And I am just going to serve him. Yeah. Right. I don't care what it, the cost yeah. is, Hallelujah. I don't care what I have to suffer. Yeah. His way is just flat out right. All Make right. me no difference. It'll be revealed to me as a go. Amen. Amen. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, Hallelujah. nor his seed begging for bread never have we had a family here that when you look at them you thought they were so righteous and of course we don't mind being instrumental in helping the body of Christ but you had an appearance like they looked like they were righteous nice big gigantic home you could put, the, the, you could put two homes that the people who don't live in this community inside that one home And yet and still, they living, begging for bread. And here we are. Here we are living simple. And we got clothes on our back. Amen. Ain't that right bag sell sisters? Amen. Shoes on our feet. We don't, we don't, our shoes don't have a chance to wear out. Ain't that right, sisters? Amen. Now the brothers, bought it, didn't pass them. And they come up to me, I look at them shoes. I'm fine. Isn't that right? And we ain't begging for no bread. And with food and raiment, be what? So the enemy will start a fight. What he'll do is, okay, you got food and raiment, but you ain't got what they got. And then it starts the warns and the fightings and the lust. Isn't that right? And we cannot be submitting to that spirit. You cannot do it, brothers and sisters. We thank Jesus for the word, true. Hmm? Be the Father's will. If I'm here this Sabbath, if I'm not here this Sabbath, maybe next Sabbath, the Sabbath after that. um, We're going back down, back down. We're going back into into the depths of, of more knowledge of the spiritual warfare. Did y'all hear me? I'm going a little deeper. So I'm not gonna spend time rehashing and going over things I've already talked about over the years. I'm just going right off into it. And I just hope we understand. If you don't, get get a MP3 tape message or something from years ago and re relearn it that way. I ain't got no time to go through all that. We just got to we got to go on. Hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. Because we we got to discover the depths of Satan so we can deliver more God's people from his oppression. Amen? Amen. You understand that? Blessed be the name of Jesus. Now, scoliosis. You ever heard of people who had scoliosis? Uh, That's pretty much a spirit. Scoliosis is a a curvature of the spine. What they tell you is, all right, now I got this information from Henry Wright. Right, and what they tell you is, is that when you're young, I mean, I used to see younger people in body, some of them body braces, they put them in body braces, and, and that is because they got one muscle tight, the other muscle is loose, and they're trying to, you know, since they're still growing, force the body, you understand, because it's still growing. But as it gets older, the curvature gets greater. Because the body's already set, and so what's happening is, is that muscle is tightened up because you get older, you get less you getting less inactive, is not that right? And then this other muscle gets weaker, and this one is pulling harder, so the curve gets greater. But scoliosis is a spirit, it's a spirit, and has to be cast out in the name of Jesus. Now listen to me real close, all right? A lot of times when you pray for someone or you're commanding a spirit to come out of someone first thing you need to do I'm not saying this in every instance why you have to pay attention to the Holy Spirit and let him lead you the first thing you need to do is you need to command the spirit in the name of Jesus to come out of and then lay hands on them y'all hear what I said command it to go We've got to get active, more active than we've been, and not passive. y'all hear what I said? We've got to become a whole lot more active. You're praying, you're laying hands on someone for certain things, and you believe in God for healing, um, you've got to do the working of a miracle. And that is involved in um, the place that you laid hands on, you move, if it's a neck or whatever, leg, arm or whatever, move it around. And learn how to tell them when you get finished commanding something or, or, or healing. Tell them all right now, just move around. Because and then teach them that if you don't feel no pain, don't go looking for it. Because a lot of times people they'll get the pain is gone. There, how's your foot? How's your ankle? Well, then they'll sit there and, and, and I'm telling you, you, you'll sit there and pray for someone on an ankle or somebody, like, and they go, boy, the pain's gone there. Yeah. Try to break the ankle just so they can feel it again. What in the world? We are something. You know how I know that. You know how I know that because I was praying for my back one day. First thing I did, I said, "Wow, man, it don't hurt." Gee, I oh man, oh that was stupid. <laughs> we learn obedience by the things that we suffer. Father, we thank you for your words of truth. May it to sink deep down in the heart in my name of Jesus. Amen. Pray for one another. King coming.